Hey, do you guys have a Zach? Hi, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of Do You Have a Sec? My name is Emma. That's Michelle. Michelle. That's Eva. Eva. (laughs) Or Ava today. Ava. Uh, We have a very special guest on today's episode. Her name is Amy Doe. Hi, Amy. Hi. Uh, Amy is a career counselor at the DePaul University Career Center. So this episode is all about work-related stuff. It's very, it's so helpful. It's (laughs) awesome. It's like... Very enlightening. It's so enlightening. (laughs) Um, If you are one of those people, I mean, everybody has to work. (laughs) So, (laughs) unfortunately, I think this will be very helpful for all. Um, Or if you're not working, if you're retired and you're going to get back into work, if you're in a student, you haven't graduated yet, like this is going to be just like a wonderful episode. And we will have Amy back. So I hope you guys enjoy it. Bye. Let's no. have them. You came prepared. You oh my god. I get a business card. You get Thank a business card. She gets a business Thank card. You. <laughs> wow. Cool. Everybody gets a business card. Okay, perfect. You guys feel good? Yes. Yeah. Let's go. <clears throat> All right. Hi, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of Do You Have a Sec? My name is, in fact, Emma. I'm Michelle. And I'm Eva. Oh, boy. You guys, we have such a special guest today on the pod. I know. Um, this Yay. is like going to be one of our most focused episodes, 100%. which I love. We've got this. We've got this. <laughs> we are in the AutoZone right now. Um, <laughs> our guest today is uh, my friend and uh, former co-student. Former former classmate? Co-student. Colleague? Co-student. Colleague? Co-student, uh, she said. <laughs> what is that? Yeah, I guess like, st- yeah. Co- yeah. Students yeah. together. Toge- yeah, yeah, yeah. We studied together, <laughs> even though we were in different grades and literally never studied together, but that's okay. It's okay. It's okay. So we were together in spirit, and in that's sp- what matters. <laughs> Her name is Amy Doe. Yay. Amy Doe's on the pod today. Yay. Amy Doe is, um, I know Amy Doe from DePaul University, where we both attended. I was a grade ahead of you. Yeah. Um, but Amy is, in fact, now, I'm going to pull it up. Uh, the career counselor at the DePaul University Career Center. But you're so much more than a career counselor. You're like a writer, photographer, you produce podcasts, you do digital media, you do creative design. Like you're kind of all over the place. I am kind of all over the place. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of why they hired me because yeah. my focus within the career center is um, people who are breaking into media, communications, mm. arts, and entertainment, mm. um, which is like basically all yeah, of this. Which is <laughs> this. Yeah, right. Yeah. So um, I'm, yeah. I'm really happy to be here. Yeah. Um, I'm so excited to chat with you all and like yeah. learn more about you guys and and your goals and like your yeah. past. Yeah. Hey. Oh, oh my gosh. Amy, um, that is exactly why we had you on the pod. Yeah. Too. Yes. Because not only is it for us, but it's for like, I don't know, the 20 people who listen to our podcast <laughs> right. to um, also think about. Me. Sorry, Yay! 21 21. <laughs> 21. A couple of weeks ago on the episode, was I the friend about the earthquake drills? Okay, so I did. Yes. Yes. So that's actually really funny because I Call said, back. yeah, I said, I texted my friend Christian about that who hosts the podcast that I referenced, which is called the Busted Business Bureau. And Amy was on that podcast. But I said that I talked to a friend. <laughs> So good to call me out. I said, I talked to my friend and we were talking you about did. all these things. You did. Um, but it was just me listening I to mean, the podcast. Well, yeah, <laughs> you were listening to me talk. Right. It was me doing my research for right, you. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but that is just such like an unreal, like we don't do earthquake drills here. No. So Amy grew up in the Pacific Northwest. So yeah. um, you probably had those all the freaking time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, wow. I, I am well aware of the big one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we regularly watch documentaries about it. In wow. Oh. Did I sound stupid talking about it? No. Like, okay. Good. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. No. Like, like I know a lot about it i'm like i watched some tiktoks i referenced iCarly. you're fine right right. (laughs) you're fine yeah we learn all about the fault lines that are in the region there's one called the mendocino triple junction which i always thought would be a really good like band name oh yeah that's very cool 
Mendocino. Mendocino triple. Get on the Mendocino. Take the triple junction. And turn left on California. Wait, so question. Were earthquakes? Did you grow up then? We're already not focused. I know, I know, I know. I warned her that this was going to happen. Did you grow up with like a disproportionate fear of earthquakes as a kid then? Or did it make you more prepared? You're like, you know how everyone's afraid of quicksand? Yeah. And we never have to encounter it? Yeah. Are we? Okay, sorry. (laughs) Sorry. In that. Tab it. Well, I thought I grew up with what was a normal, healthy fear of earthquakes. Mm. The same way that I feel like people who grew up in the Northwest or like in this area of like the United States have a healthy fear of and awareness of tornadoes. Oh, yeah. Maybe unhealthy, actually, for me as a child. Yeah. Um, or like falling icicles, right? Mm. Like that's never something. Oh, that's s- never gonna happen. <laughs> okay, <laughs> be careful. All right, now I'm gonna die. Twenty seven club. Have you, have you never walked down the sh- like a, a street in the loop and seen the caution falling ice signs? Yeah, but I've never seen ice fall. I've never seen a guy get killed by an icicle. Exactly, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's that, that's because they clear the area mm-hmm. and then have like crews do it. Nice. Like they that's have smart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Down. To like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. that's crazy. In like the middle of the night or something. They can I, make, like, can I ask where you're from? Yes. Um, so I am originally from the West Coast, um, Washington State, Seattle. Cool. Okay. Go Hawks. Represent. Yes. <laughs> um, and I was born and raised there. Um, I spent a little time when I was a kid in Southeast Asia, specifically Hong Kong. Cool. I lived in Hong Kong for about I didn't three know years. that about you. Yeah, because cool. of my dad's work. Um, and we moved back. And then I've basically been in Chicago ever since I moved here for college. Yeah. Have you always been creative? I would say, yeah. Yeah. Um, mm. My childhood best friend and I started a two-person theater company in her dad's oh basement. Oh, my God. Like, we used to make these really dumb little skits. Yeah. Like, I love paper that. bag puppets. We oh. really thought that we were doing something, you know? Like, the digital point-and-shoot <laughs> while, like, jumping in her yep. backyard. Yeah. Like, the sky is the background. We're, like, lying on the ground. But, like, that's how we all started, you know? With, yeah, like, a stupid, yeah. like, Nikon that's, like, the size yes. of, like, one inch thick, you yes. know? Yes. Oh, and yeah, then with you the turn flash. it on yeah. and the lens comes out yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow and you're like oh my god yeah and you're like, and you're like use a steady hand when you film because <laughs> i don't want it to be shaky exactly <laughs> Thing. that's awesome so like i know now that you're you're kind of in a creative field it feels like right like yeah. you're you're helping mm-hmm. people get in a creative field do you feel creatively fulfilled or like i feel like you know you help people get creative but like do you get to do creative work still yeah yeah i think what i really like about my work right now is that i get to do a lot of different things mm. like i get to put together events i get to go out and wow. do stuff like this yeah. i get to you know hop on canva and make a flyer every once in a oh, while oh we love canva we love canva oh my gosh my work canva pro account <gasps> is working mm-hmm. yeah her oh, money oh mm-hmm. we pay canva yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> michelle's like doing active photoshop on canva like, michelle is I'm, I'm like background remover i'm zooming in i'm like uh-uh, <laughs> not that background it's getting really powerful it it's is. really good yeah. it yeah. is and sorry i'm a, I'm a photoshop expensive. girly <laughs> okay but you like know how to do photoshop that's the thing I, yeah. okay. I'll, I'll ask Eva to do something that i think is hard and she'll be like oh yeah for sure and then she'll send it to me in 20 minutes and i'm like it's like yeah. that. How hey, but you, you can do, do all that on Canva. But I you will can. give it that. But you I can. will give it that. You can. you can. Sponsor. The one thing about Canva that is a limitation is resumes. Mm. Um, mm. The jury's still really out on whether... Um, like the computer software that scans resumes when you apply to jobs <sighs> online can read yeah. text that's in text boxes. You guys, right. I do my resume on Canva. Me too. <laughs> so that's Me too. That's Me too. Like yeah. the jury's Whoa. really out because like people 
people eyes mm-hmm. love Canva. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. like computer software systems mm-hmm. sometimes get confused by it, but sometimes it doesn't. Interesting. So it just depends on the hiring process and how they're looking yes. at. Oh, Amy, that's you're so blowing my mind right now. So totally. some hiring processes don't look at your resume. They scan it. Yes. So. <laughs> okay tell us um, let's let's go on a journey yeah, okay. oh, yeah. God. Um, have you ever been on linkedin and you see yes. an open job oh. and you think it's really cool yeah yes. yeah um and then you are like oh maybe i'll apply but then you see that little gray number <gasps> next to Ugh. the job title that says like 500 people applied, yes right? yes you see that number yes yeah. yes it always makes me it always honestly deters me if i see 100%. like over a thousand people have applied i'm like it, i'm not gonna do it right. exactly and there's not actually a lot of the time a person on the other end getting a thousand right emails. that makes sense Whoa. what happens is that person generally has like a corporate LinkedIn account um, and when they log into that then there's a portal on their side that houses all of those documents Whoa. okay and there's also accompanied with that service um, is something called an ATS have, have you heard of this no, no. Okay. so ATS stands for applicant tracking system okay um, and it's basically a software program that tracks your your application through like a, a portal Whoa. so have you ever been asked to like make an account on yes some kind yes. Of almost every yeah, time yeah 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 and then you get those auto emails afterwards oh. that are like your application has been opened yeah. or like you have been rejected yeah like, got those <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So i have seen those don't work for the bulls. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> i applied five times it's not me it's not they me read it's resume. the software it's the ats <laughs> going, going back to the ats um people who have ATS programs can like put words in them that they want the resumes they're looking at to have. Mm. So for example, oh, if I was working okay. at the Chicago Bulls, yeah. maybe I am hiring for like a like a like a digital media person, right? Yeah. And exactly I'll put what in, I applied for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um I might put in, okay, I need someone who has a bachelor's degree. So in the AT- ATS I would say look for the word bachelor degree. Oh gotcha. And then okay. maybe I also need someone who can work weekends. Yeah. So I'll put weekends. Yeah. And then maybe I need someone who can do Photoshop. And so I'll put in Adobe Creative Cloud, right. Photoshop, wow. right. um, digital image editing, wow. right? And those are the what? words that the ATS has been taught to look for. Yeah. And so your resume, if it doesn't contain those words, or if the computer can't read mm-hmm. those oh, words, mm-hmm. then it'll automatically throw your resume out. <gasps> okay, I have, so many Canva resume? I have so many questions. <laughs> yes. Not my so, Canva resume. So are you recommending as a, as a career advisor, are you recommending to people that they have multiple resumes in multiple formats? Yes. Oh my gosh. Okay. So like you should have the pretty one and then also have the one and then how do you tell what to yeah, upload you know based to on su- what it's right submit. okay so that, tell us. that is a wonderful question <laughs> yeah. um i do always recommend that people have two different types of resumes mm-hmm. okay. um sometimes more mm. depending on if you're applying to more than one kind of job at a time right so like for example um if somebody has a lot of experience working in hospitality mm-hmm. like restaurants mm-hmm. catering that kind of thing um but they're also studying to be like a filmmaker right mm. so they have all these student films that they're working on all these projects um hitting very we, close to home can for we some give of this us. person a hypothetical name that's eva sounds very familiar i would recommend that eva um <laughs> have two separate resumes okay. maybe one for the summer yeah. um when eva is focusing on more like just getting jobs to pay the rent right? gotcha. that gotcha. has okay. all of that hospitality experience yeah. um 
and then maybe another one right for when they're applying to like i don't know be like a sundance intern totally right? that has that's more focused on right all of that so I, I feel like that's like content differences yes. right but like yes. i'm also talking like with the system that's mm-hmm. reading it like mine is pretty looking because I made yeah. it on Canva. Yeah. Should I also have a version that's not pretty? And how do Boring. I know when to yeah. use the not pretty version? Excellent question. Because some people do emphasize the fact that you want to have a creative looking resume. Right. And especially being field. in this creative yeah. field, exactly. we want to show people like, hey, look at what I can do. And I yeah. have an aesthetic. Yeah. But please yeah. actually read it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So um, if you do have a Canva resume, wonderful. Because yeah. clearly it's worked for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And so the reason for that is absolutely because you are in a creative field. Yeah. And because people are actually looking at that document That's with a true. design eye. Yeah. Right? But with not all people are doing that. Right. No. Because if you're applying to be like a CPA or like an accountant. Yeah. They don't care. They don't care. They don't, right. Yeah. yeah. The emphasis <laughs> the emphasis is just on a different skill set in that industry. Totally. It's not that they don't care. It's just that it's not particularly relevant. Right. Wow. So the creativity part of of our resumes on canva is all part of the application process like two it's more than just it's more than just what is on our resume it's what does the resume look like we are being judged constantly you're making a flyer (laughs) for yourself essentially oh my god that's exhausting i know you didn't want to touch the content of the resume but let's say no we can we can now i just wanted to know hold on i just want to answer the rest of your questions yeah guys hold on (laughs) okay hold the r in terms of the format Mm -hmm. i always recommend if you have a canva resume have a word doc Mm. Um, and that word doc don't make a single text box mm. just list like make everything black and white yeah as a design creative person it hurts it makes my brain cry <laughs> a little yeah. bit yeah but what that is for it's useful even if you never upload it anywhere because here's another hypothetical have you ever been in a situation where you're applying for a job and then you upload your resume as a PDF, but think you're done. But I you're know not exactly done. what you're gonna say. Yeah, what yep. do you think? I'm and then say? they go. They have the text boxes that exactly. go. Now fill out your information. You're like, just, I just uploaded. Can it. you just do uh, us a favor and tell us yeah. every single thing you've ever done that you already just told yeah. us? Yeah, I okay. hate it. That's genius. That is so, so smart. If you yeah. have like a Google Doc or a Word Doc that yeah. has all your content without yeah. any of the formatting, right. it makes that copy paste process so much mm-hmm. easier. Totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So it's good advice. Yeah. Yeah. So it serves both a utilitarian purpose, totally, but also like an optimizing purpose so in a world where you are asked to email your resume directly to a hiring manager mm-hmm. sometimes that happens yeah. right then i would recommend you know it's going to a person first right that's true design it all pretty you one want, yeah right yeah send the pretty okay. one yeah but if you're uploading yeah a resume and it doesn't give you the option for the text boxes right then i would think about Oh. putting in the one yeah. that's optimized because the you know computer. they're yes. scanning yes. if they don't give you the text yes. boxes okay yes. follow up question this is really mm-hmm. quick do you think it would be beneficial to do both sometimes yes okay yeah interesting yeah. Um, if they let you do both obviously yeah. right yeah. okay like cool. submit both kinds submit of multiple both types yeah it's like same if you want to look at it? my information here's oh, the pretty okay. one and okay. also here it is laid out in Times New Roman yeah Times yeah. New Roman is for the robot yeah. which is actually really considerate of you that's awesome I have to go redo everything with questions yeah so I don't even know which one to ask first. Okay, uh, whatever. So con- <laughs> content of the resume. Let's uh-huh. go back. Like, let's say Eva is the filmmaker and the, the server at a restaurant. Okay. Mm, she sounds so, interesting. I'm sorry. Is her name Eva or Ava? I don't... Ava. Okay, for Ava. Ava, Ava. Yeah, Ava. This is Ava Max's resume. Superstar, pop star Ava Max. So let's say most of Ava's experience is in the restaurant industry, <laughs> but she wants to break into filmmaking. I never, mm-hmm. I mean, Ava never knew how to... <laughs> 
<laughs> how to fill out the rest of the resume like where is how am i going to get experience without mm-hmm. having that experience what yeah. do you fill out there yeah in yeah. the blank space right yeah that is a really good question um a lot of people come to me with that same question yeah. and i spend a lot of time brainstorming yeah it's not even brainstorming really it's more of like i sit down with ava and i would say <laughs> yeah. well how do you know that you like film yeah okay. you know like yeah. what have you done um and what if it's like nothing but watching movies? Not that Ava doesn't have experience. But, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, no, it's a good question. Yeah, um, I would recommend incorporating like a project section. So, mm. for example, I know people who do Letterbox like it's their job. Okay. You know, I don't know what Letterbox is. It's the it's like the Goodreads but for movies. Gotcha. Okay, cool. Yeah, cool. So, I mean, in the case that you know you have a good amount, I'm of- just going to interrupt you really yeah? quick and say that. I told Michelle what Goodreads was today, and I said it's like Letterbox but for books, and she went, <laughs> "Oh, okay." <laughs> You laugh. Did that really happen? Yes, it did. I blacked out. Yeah, especially for students or people who are like starting out, I definitely recommend incorporating something called a project section. Um, A project section is a way to showcase work that you haven't been paid for necessarily, Mm -hmm. but proves that you have a skill set that is aligned to a specific industry. For example, I would think about, um, say your day job is being a barista, Mm -hmm. but also you um, have like posted a lot of reels making fancy coffee and (laughs) a lot of them go viral and you are just ending up kind of also being an influencer on the side yeah right I would definitely Goals. list that account. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sounds good. Yeah, I would definitely list that account as yeah. a, a project. Even if you know, even if you only have like 10k followers, that's like a lot. That's oh, a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's and like a lot of even followers. yeah, and like even if you haven't gotten any brand deals or sponsorships or anything like that, the fact that you have the ability to create and manufacture something to show for mm-hmm. exactly yeah. a personal brand as well as like know what people want in terms of the kind of content that you deliver. Um, shows a really niche skill set that I think a lot of people in like our group take for granted totally. like oh I know this picture will look good on Instagram because and yes. we just intuitively understand yeah. what will do well and what yeah. doesn't but like people who are like older or hiring for stuff like that um might need to think that they tr- need to train you on that yeah you know mm, right so thinking more from a skills-based perspective instead yeah. of a job-based perspective right is something that i always recommend mm-hmm. my advisees do yeah it's like what is a time in your life when you have used digital media yeah so like what is a time in your life where you had to manage a project literally like give an example yeah like yeah. that's it it's just like prove yeah. It. yeah 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 i the other tidbit that i've heard for like that type of issue is to like try to use this like, like the skills that you did learn in the service industry and then try to like write it that in a mm-hmm. way that makes sense for the mm-hmm. film industry so like if you're really good teamwork. at being a team worker a like collaborator taking direction mm-hmm. then you just figure out how to say that in a way that makes a film person go great yeah totally (laughs) it's also um really really easy to gain new skills online Mm. like um i'm thinking about like linkedin learning certificates Mm. google certificates Mm. there's always ways to like give yourself that legitness if you feel like that's something you're missing Mm -hmm. do you have any that you would recommend that would pertain to like this media and entertainment field because a lot of the linkedin ones i see are like how to be a better teammate and you know and it's like more general stuff like that i always suggest that people look for certifications in tangible skills. Mm. For example, Adobe Creative Cloud. <gasps> yes. Um, <laughs> or like Google Analytics 
or like um, a project management tool like Asana. Um, <laughs> I can't talk about it. We don't talk about Asana in this room. Asana. Sorry. Asana. <laughs> I'll tell you why we have beef with Asana after this. <laughs> um, or, you know, even like a calendar management system. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, anything like QuickBooks or um, if you're working with finances, you know, like Excel, mm-hmm. um, Access, any kind of tool mm-hmm. is great to have a certification because then that proves that you can use that tool. Okay. Right? Those soft skills that you tend to see, Emma, like teamwork or mm-hmm. collaboration, mm-hmm. right? Those are necessarily something that I personally feel like getting a certification in would be worth your time. Right. Unless you feel like you legitimately feel like you would benefit from it. Okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. I think I, did, I took one in um, like resume and interview prep. Yeah. Just because I was like, I think I had an interview where I was like, oh, you know, this is going to go. Yeah. So then I took like a, what questions should you ask the hiring manager? Yeah. Because I was so nervous. And yeah. it did help a little bit, yeah. but it, it just like calmed the nerves. I don't know if I really retained those skills, but yeah. I wanted to circle back to something that you said in terms of like providing examples of work mm-hmm. on your resume, which is one of the big reasons we wanted to talk to you today was because okay. your portfolio, your mm-hmm. website is phenomenal um and that's something that i have a one but it's bad and these two you (laughs) know it's it's our capital t capital y capital w year the website Mm -hmm. um and that's something that personally for the three of you yes 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 congratulations we we also broke it up by month so like little goals um that Somebody already failed. I already missed my first goal. Okay, here's the thing. Here's the thing. We set a goal for month one, and we set a goal for month two. I hit goal number two already. So I'm just gonna I'm gonna flip both. I'm gonna flip both. Goal for January was to establish a URL. Mm -hmm. Goal for February was to like curate the content. Start amassing the content. And I feel like it's the beginning of the year. Right, it's the beginning of the year. So I'm also Mm -hmm. just getting into a new organizational mindset of like, okay, 2023 has started now. Here's what I'm gonna start storing my content, and you know. Mm-hmm. highlighting whatever so i'm yeah. there yeah that's as far as i've gotten honestly there. getting the content together is like most of the right yeah. right which is why i was like it's yeah. the beginning of the year let's start yeah. so thank you for <laughs> thank you don't validate <laughs> Some her support, finally she doesn't need it <laughs> they're like she <laughs> can't do it <laughs> they have literally no support in this office <laughs> um but roasting we... based motivation <laughs> yeah. oh and it works it works, <laughs> it works. <laughs> the amount of times we roast our bosses and then they'd like do the thing that we make fun of them for doing it's so Listen, great you gotta up manage sometimes yes. you do you wow. really social do. pressure from three young women that'll really get you um but where did you start like when you started thinking about your portfolio because you have i looked at your website uh through your linkedin because your linkedin's really good too wow. um, if you guys is. need to find inspiration <laughs> yeah. i'm on linkedin like every day it's exhausting yeah. it's my least favorite social yeah yeah um connect with you yeah we're gonna connect obviously yeah connect yeah. With, yeah, yeah, connect yeah, yeah. With amy doe <laughs> yeah. because also amy doe shares really insightful things like i don't like things that people share most of the time on linkedin yeah but when i was looking at your page like you were talking about the background recruiter on linkedin and i saw you share something about that and i looked at it, it was really interesting cool um so definitely connect with amy doe yeah um and, you know, if you probably, if we reached out to you for help, I know that you would help us. So, like, yeah. there you go. Um, but you, where did you start when you started putting together your portfolio? Like, where, what was your motivation? How did you think about it? Because I know that you are also a designer and that kind of makes it easier. Mm-hmm. I'm not a designer and that's always hard for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I felt like I needed a portfolio um, when I graduated from, well, like, towards the end of my college mm-hmm. years. And the main reason that I wanted a website was because I had a side 
hustle as a freelance photographer. Cool. Mm-hmm. And so I was taking events at like comedy shows, um, like just random community events for like nonprofits. Um, but mostly I was taking uh, headshots for actors and performers. Gotcha. So when. Hi, I'm one of those <laughs> models. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, can, can you. Uh, Ex- like can can you give context for like why actors and performers need headshots? Yeah, a headshot is like vital for your performance resume. So like anytime you put together your performance resume, which was does not look like a regular resume, mm. you will also include a headshot as like mm. the second page of the resume. Gotcha. Um, so you need it for auditions. You need it for talent pools if you have an agent like you need it for them to promote you and stuff like that am i missing anything no. uh, it's <laughs> like a full page it, yeah it's oh, like okay. your your headshot is the second page yeah what was the resume thing you you said it was called performance resume yeah what is that like um shows you've been in groups you're a part of if you have an agent who you're repped by oh. you also include like wow. your height your weight your eye color oh, things like that yeah. Um, yeah i guess they're scouting you if yeah. you yeah if you've had training like who you've been coached by and stuff like that yeah can cry on command yes things like that <laughs> i literally right? have access at the bottom of my resume. Oh, funny. That's <laughs> yeah. funny. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, I saw a resume for somebody who was performing uh, on a national tour once, and at the bottom they had um, their Louis Armstrong impression. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, and you'll also put like Has a sick Louis Armstrong impression. Uh, like, mark that one. <laughs> put this one to the side. Yeah. Um, you can also put like musical skills on there oh. if you have like athletic training, like if you have sword fighting skills and stuff oh, like that. Like you would put cool. that on. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow. So anyway, anyway, um, yeah, sorry. Actors and performers. <laughs> need headshots right um and also like you know real estate brokers and stuff like yeah. everybody needs a professional photo of themselves at some point mm-hmm. right? yeah but actors and performers need them regularly because you need to get a new one and every single thing expensive right. if yes. you get them done by a like oh, professional photographer yeah, yeah of course you have to and get it updated so obviously because they're shelling out quite a bit of money to like right. get these pictures taken they always want to see examples of my work mm-hmm. and i felt like it wasn't good enough to like send them to a google drive yeah. like powerpoint mm-hmm. link yeah. every time yeah. and i was like okay if i'm gonna take myself seriously then i should like buy in a little bit and and like you know spruce up my yeah. own brand mm-hmm. that makes sense um and squarespace has a really good deal huh. i just bought my link on squarespace really wow. okay great yeah. did you get the discount with your edu email no <gasps> i should have waited <laughs> she didn't get the edu she discount. didn't get her coupon i don't yeah. have my email oh, anymore though my yeah. i don't think email. i have mine either. yeah i don't i definitely don't <laughs> um for those who do have a edu email um you can get like half off your first year okay that's um, huge yeah 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 which yeah. is like oh, a man. good chunk of change that's yeah. great. Um, and so I was like, okay, that's like still kind of a lot of money. I think it was like 70 bucks at the time. I was like, okay. For a year? Yeah. Okay. Oh, and so I was like, okay, I'll shell out. I'll see like how it changes like mm-hmm. my yeah my clientele in yeah the yeah um and see if it will keep paying for itself right right mm. like that was my goal originally. yeah 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 um and so at the beginning it was only one page and it was just my headshots page okay but since then i've done a lot of different things and i've decided that it does pay for itself nice yeah, that's cool. um, and so i've kept expanding it and updating it Great. and so the way that it is now is yes that original headshots section is a subset of my page Mm -hmm. but also i have a landing page that's like more general that links to all the other different things that i've done and it's separated by industry and skill set that's awesome awesome. Awesome. so as a person who isn't currently looking for a job right now how often are you updating this great question i I am updating it actually pretty regularly okay um recently i did a huge kind of re 
like just reshuffling facelift uh, yeah 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 um, I, I, I i gave did, it some injections I did fat removal. you did the book of fat removal yeah <laughs> i gave her a bbl <laughs> and she can't sit down but she looks good yeah. she is snatched and standing yes um, she's using that kim k waist trainer have you guys used that it's so good. <laughs> she has a waist trainer i don't know i feel like she yeah, does let's I'm focus <laughs> yeah. skims yeah she's got a skims on <laughs> <laughs> and so um i because for a long time the landing page was just my pictures yeah and then meaning I, homepage. yes right so like that's for the listener not for me <laughs> just clarifying i sure. didn't know what that meant sure. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so i was like okay it, it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't really make sense that anyone who comes to my website from my linkedin yeah the first thing they see is my pictures right. because it doesn't really line up with what i'm saying about myself on my linkedin right um and so let's change that and smart so I wait made, smart yeah and so i made the landing page more of like a general here's about me yeah. and then i made sections and one of them is photography another one is writing yeah another one is audio because i used to do like podcasting yeah. radio she sure did and yeah. so mm-hmm. this is probably going to end up on Heck the audio yeah. hell yeah <laughs> yeah she's, Hi, she's also here. been a frequent guest on the busted business bureau my other favorite oh, podcast that i'm gonna cool. pimp out really cool. quick um that's really awesome yeah. wow cool and then um a contact page and yeah so, yeah um yeah okay interesting do you okay so like i haven't started mine obviously mm-hmm. right what's a good like domain name am i just looking for my name if they don't have my name what do i do because they probably don't have my name what mm-hmm. what's a professional way to go about that well mine is hello amy doe oh that's cute okay yeah, yeah that's very cute um some people choose like a version of their name mm. i do recommend that you include you know your first and last name yeah definitely somewhere. i'm just like i don't want to be like michelle mortimer one you know yes. what i mean like yeah. i like ha- yeah. but the hello that's that's very cute yeah. like make or it like, cutesy um yeah. Conk shell Mortimer. <laughs> <laughs> it's like those um like uh anonymous red panda like when you edit a yeah it's totally right yeah you're yeah. like who is uh, anonymous Pocahontas I don't yeah. know that was yeah. the most who's random this ant eater on my page yeah. <laughs> I mean I would encourage you to think about like what are the URLs that you feel like are yours online mm. mm-hmm. um. Like, for example, Hello Amy Doe is just something that I changed my Instagram name to mm. back oh. in, like, 2017. Okay, And I haven't changed that since. Yeah. And then I made it my LinkedIn. Mm. And then when I was making a website, I was like, okay, well. Well, that makes sense. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but if you don't necessarily have, like, a cohesive online persona yeah. that you feel like you fit into, I then I would start to think about, like, a skill set. So, for example, maybe the word creative. Yeah. Or maybe the word marketing. Cool. Or Michelle Mort- Mortimer Marketing. <laughs> Michelle marketer market shell marketer, <laughs> marketer. Yeah. Or like, <laughs> uh, this or is like, how we get off topic so we <laughs> just do shit like that we'll just go for five minutes yeah. okay Amy, michelle, go mama number five yeah. <laughs> michelle mama marketing michelle. mortimer media <laughs> mama manager mama. you should just make it mm. yeah <laughs> it's just 20 m dot com yeah dot com yeah okay cool is it bad that i my Instagram handle, I've tried to make it cohesive, mm-hmm. but I misspelled my name on purpose. Is that bad? No, that's fine. Okay. What if your handle is like badbitch97? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Honestly, I would use it. Yeah. That's great. Uh, yeah. Personality. That's a funny website name. <laughs> Badbitch97.com. Yes. I'd love to be the VP of Google. You can see my work at badbitch.com <laughs> slash Wix site. Um, but that seems aligned with yeah. your personality, though, at yeah, least. You know, it's funny. I mean, in all honesty, I feel like bringing your whole self to work is something that I talk about with people a lot. Awesome. Mm. Um, 
um, yeah, people always come to me like, you know, I am an Asian woman or like I am non-binary and like I don't know yeah. when in the job search like I should disclose this information mm-hmm. about myself. Like yeah. I hear all of these articles about how, you know, people who have uh, quote unquote black sounding names on their mm-hmm. resumes like mm-hmm. don't get as many interviews. Like yeah. what's up with that? Yeah. Right. And I think that thank God things are changing. Right. Um, but I think it is a, a question um, in terms of like industry um, and also the kind of like corporate environment or work environment that you want to see yourself in. Yeah. Like how do I create a professional brand for myself that doesn't feel like I'm faking anything? Right. I talk about that with my girlfriend all the time, actually, because yeah. she is a CPA. The example yeah. that you gave of a boring resume. And that's why she's the, <laughs> she's the worst person to have a look at my resume because she's like, I don't know what to do with this. Like, yeah. mine is just different. Right. Um, but she always talks about how she she loves um, colorful eyeliner, my girlfriend. And I'm always like, you should just, like, wear that to work and go crazy with it because you could do that here. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, uh, in my office, that would be, like, very distracting to most people. And it's, like, not part of our like quote-unquote uniform that is the professional dress that she's required to wear and it's just really weird how buttoned up like different companies are depending on the industry yeah yeah it really does depend on the industry yeah and I think that um I and like we take for granted the expectation that we will be able to be ourselves at work Mm -hmm. that we'll be able to razz our bosses and everything will be fine (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. absolutely Yeah. 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 yeah but I mean it's not true for everyone and also it's not what everybody wants yeah. out of the world of work. Yeah. Um, and so when I sit down with people, my main question is, okay, well, who are you? <laughs> who are you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> who am yeah. I? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm working on it. It's a lot of self-discovery. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's. I feel like that's definitely true. Mm-hmm. Um, it sometimes feels like therapy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I think that's what's so rewarding about it. Yeah. Um, because when you do, I, I'm sure that you guys can relate, is like when you do find a job where you feel like you can be yourself, where yeah. you feel like you get along with the people there and align with the culture there, it yeah. like can be like a really cool feeling yeah totally yeah Yeah. I mean I've had jobs where like I you know did not like going in I didn't like the Mm -hmm. people I didn't like what we were doing Mm -hmm. and you know it was like chill we didn't have to wear crazy stuff but it was still just like it's so different when you come into a place where you know the people you are like okay what I'm doing is fine and I can I can deal with this like yeah Yeah. that that is a really reward I can't imagine like not being able to feel like I could be out at work to be honest we we actually had a moment today where we were in a meeting this was like um, the best moment ever I told Chris about it yeah this is great great. you're gonna love so we were in a meeting today and it it was one of my um bosses who we razz each other all the time in a a very like healthy way I don't think it's inappropriate no and he was talking about um one of his family members partners who is a lesbian and he made a joke saying oh she plays for your team and and I said, I don't play sports anymore. What are you talking about? I was cracking. And up. then afterwards he came up to me and he's like, I just want to ask you a question really quick. Like, I just want to make sure that didn't cross the line or anything. And I was like, it is so fine. But like, I appreciate you questioning yourself yep. and like having that internal dialogue of like, Ooh, was that crossing the line? And then immediately addressing it. I was and like, he waited until the meeting was over he and he personally. went to you personally. Yeah. It was like, you did everything right. I was like so happy. Right. That and then that we, happened. we talked afterwards and I was like, you know, it just, it really, you know, it, I know you as a person. So if it had come from an example of a different person, yeah. it would have made me feel uncomfortable. But yeah. I was like, it sucks that it depends on who you're talking to. Exactly. But like, you know, good on you for just like checking in with me. Like that was so cool. And so something cool. that wouldn't have happened five years ago. No, you know? absolutely not. Um, yeah. So I think that's, I think that is a really good indicator that it's changing. But again, more of a creative industry, more of a media industry. And I don't think that that unfortunately exists 
yeah. uh, anywhere yeah. or everywhere. Sorry. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. doesn't exist anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I am yeah. a rock. <laughs> I'm alone. <laughs> For people who might be struggling with that, um, feeling comfortable at work like yeah. do you have any what kind of advice do you or give even them? just like not liking it like you know I, there's like being not comfortable is definitely one thing but then also just like going in and being like yes yeah. i'm gonna jump off of that and say i a lot of the peers my peers that i talk to i don't know a single person who like actively really loves their job right now yeah I think there's a lot of reasons for that. Mm -hmm. I think there are societal reasons. I think there are mm. economical reasons. Capitalism. Yeah. Yes. Capitalism is capitalizing. Yes. <laughs> and I think also if we're speaking about people in our general age group, we're still relatively new to the world of work. True. And so I think that it takes a lot of adjustment. Yeah. Um, and I think it's kind of crazy to expect ourselves to like it's like expecting someone to hit a hole in one in their first round of golf. Right. Yeah, right. that's true. Um, I think that interviewing, getting a job, um, I, you know, working and living as a human <laughs> in the world is like a, a constant process yeah. of like understanding who you are in relation to others and learning how to be respectful of, of both. And yeah. it's like a consistent negotiation, I yeah. think, mm -hmm. even within ourselves mm -hmm. of like who do i want to be today but who can i be today right yeah. and like another element that work brings into that is what do other people need me to be today mm. right yeah um and so i think what i always try to dig into when i see people um who are really struggling is try to get them to be really specific mm. like i get it that you hate your job yeah um and i get it that you want to leave yeah um but what specifically do you hate about your job and what job like they they might be like okay i i for example i hate working at a cafe i want to be i, I want to work at a hair salon i want to learn how to cut hair yeah and i would be like okay wonderful what do you think that would solve for you right right yeah. yeah and they would say well i am just tired of like people yelling at me all the time i'm like always on my feet i i think it's really exhausting i don't feel like i'm getting to be creative yeah and then i would say okay well what do you think that cutting hair would change for you and they yeah. would say well i think it would just be a new environment i think that it's really exciting i've always loved doing hair um and then i would ask okay um you know that you would still be on your feet all day right, right. literally <laughs> yeah right and then i might say um do you know anyone who is a hairdresser like have you have you talked to anyone yeah. about this that yeah. like, actually does that work right and a lot of the times they say no yeah and i'm like okay so what i'm hearing is that you're unhappy where you are because of xyz reason mm -hmm. but instead of actually making a calculated move you're you, you're constructing a fantasy yeah. of a dream job inside of your head that yeah. may or may not align with the reality. Right. And Whoa. so I am Damn. here. Yeah, she really said that. Yeah. And so, <laughs> yeah. And so I'm here to support you yeah. in, in this journey. But what I really want people to do is to make informed choices yeah. because we're, we're not playing here, you know? Like, right. it's your life. Yeah. Like, if you're going to quit your job and potentially enter a period of uncertainty, mm -hmm. yeah. it's... Like, what can we do together to feel like it's the right choice for you and to build that pros and cons list out in a way that's smart? Yeah, yeah I love that. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, no, it's one thing to complain and be like, damn, I could be so much better if I'm at this other place. But then, yeah, to think about it and be like, did I interview someone? Did I talk to someone? Yeah. And even you were saying like, you know, oh, maybe a hair a hair salon person could be creative. I'm like, I don't think they'd be that. Like, you yes. see a man's haircut? Yeah. That's not creative. <laughs> like, so, yeah, like you, you think like, you know, this could solve all my problems. Yeah. But yeah, you really have to think about it and yeah. then make some moves and yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. decide. Yeah. And like, for example, 
It, it doesn't always happen in a calculated way like that. Mm-hmm. A couple of weeks ago, I was meeting with a student, and this student was studying like in STEM, mm-hmm. like very buttoned up, very mm-hmm. like laced up. Um, and they came to me and they said, "You know, Amy, it's the craziest thing. I wrote a pilot as a joke, and now HBO wants it." No. And what a funny joke. <laughs> what a funny joke. Oh, I got hired. Ah! <laughs> they didn't get hired. Oh, okay. And they said, Amy, I need help because I need to find a lawyer. Yeah. Because the big networks won't talk to me about buying my IP unless I have someone on my side who can look at the contract and approve it for me. And so together, you know, I explained to her, okay, here's the difference between an agent and a publicist and a lawyer and a manager, right? <gasps> um, and if you really want to do this, right, it's going to cost some money up front. Yeah. Is that something that you want? Is that something that, like, you can get help to do? Mm-hmm. Um, because this is going to be, like, I don't know if you're going to be able to do both at the same time, right? Mm. Go to college full time and also navigate this, like, new world. Yeah. Write a TV um, show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so Hard to I, balance. Yeah, yeah. So it's really cool to have that kind of variety, too. Yeah. Totally. Um, of, like, having these hard discussions, too, but also really exciting ones. Totally. And, like, seeing that as I see people people regularly it's yeah. really really rewarding when someone is like oh um i came to see you thank you so much for looking at my resume i got an internship Yay. or yeah something like that yeah it's and like you really work cool. with like mostly college students right yes. so i mean yes. they're the most like they're making moves out yeah. there you yeah. know they're babies. yeah they're babies yeah. that must be so fun how long do you work with someone on average like one person i would say uh, it really ranges. I have a couple regulars. Yeah. I had one. Um, the cool thing about the Career Center at DePaul, I'm not sure if this is common practice for a lot of other universities, but people can come back n- as many times as they want, even after they graduate. Wow. I'm coming to visit you. <laughs> <laughs> Does it matter how long you graduated? Absolutely. I'm coming Dang. to visit you. I worked, <laughs> I worked for a couple of months really intensely um, with this woman who'd graduated about 25 years ago. Oh, my gosh. And she was a journalist for a long time, but then decided that she was interested in trying to be the next Shonda Rhimes. Cool. Wow. But she didn't know anything about the film industry. She yeah. just knew that she really loved TV and like yeah. wanted to learn more about it. And so I was like, okay, I'll, you know. And so I was like, Okay, here we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is awesome. a studio. Wow. A studio is made up of these parts. Yeah, like, yeah it was it was fun. That's that cool. young woman yeah. was Carrie Washington. Yeah. <laughs> Her name she was is on Viola scandal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a young Viola Davis. Um, I'm assuming that you work um a lot with, like you said, students. Um and I think one of the hardest things that I encountered as a young professional fresh out of college graduation was establishing work boundaries. Mm-hmm. Is that something that you talk a lot about with with people? Or like, do you have any tips on how to do that? Because I feel like especially now when, like we said, the capitalism is capitalizing, um, mm-hmm. it's really hard to do that and like put some distance between you and closing your laptop at 5 p.m. Yeah, um, I think that it's definitely harder for people who um work hybrid or remotely Mm -hmm. um the division between like the lack of placehood that work has can be really liberating Mm -hmm. but also really challenging for Mm -hmm. that reason and when i see people that are having problems with like feeling burnout or feeling like their work is asking too much of them i always ask them to go back to their job description 
Um, like, what are you doing that is inside of that scope? And also, what are you doing that's outside of that scope? Mm-hmm. And if you are doing more work that's outside of the scope of the job description that you signed when you signed up to do that job, mm-hmm. first of all, is there a reason for that? Like, mm-hmm. did someone in your team leave? Mm-hmm. Um, are you understaffed? Or is your manager really demanding and mean? Um, and is there something that you can do about this, Mm. right? Like, can you negotiate for more compensation? Can you get an earlier Mm. performance review? Mm. Um, Sometimes it does get to the point where they're like, I'm just done. I would like to make a pivot. And Mm. then we work to, you know, try and figure out what would be the best. Find something new. Yeah. 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 Cool. But it is is hard. Um, I always recommend, like, establishing boundaries early yeah if possible which is the hardest part point to do it at because oh, you want to show up and be like the <laughs> yeah, new team player totally. i'm 110 percent in totally, you're, you're right. so lucky to have hired me right yeah. Yeah. is it too late i don't think so, so okay say, say we have this hypothetical person ava <laughs> <laughs> i guess okay ava, then for someone who, ava max is back yeah. ava max is back <laughs> maybe ava max is back how do yeah, i establish I mean, boundaries if you are in a job already and again not saying this is happening to any of us here legitimately um (laughs) like what how do you start that conversation of like I feel like I'm doing too much or like how do do you set boundaries when they've already been set or you've already been you know going along with some other boundaries thank you yeah 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 (laughs) I mean I that's a really hard question yeah well my first thing would be set an out of office email on weekends Mm. and see what happens wow whoa that's a that would be insane yeah Yeah. (laughs) okay yeah definitely yeah send an out out of office email for a weekend and see what happens right if your boss is totally do that yeah (laughs) if your office like is immediately like what is going on yeah why did you do that right like oh i was I was out of town and I really wanted to make sure that um, work was delegated to the right people who were available yeah. if you guys were having problems having staffing. Yeah. Because I always think about wow. talking about things in a way that like your actions and you being clear about your capacity yeah. at the end of the day benefits your employer. Totally. Mm-hmm. Because then they know what they can and cannot expect out of you. Yeah. Right? Mm. You just said that so professionally and so, oh my gosh, and so like calmly and level-minded. I'd be like, because you guys send me f***ing emails at two o'clock on a Saturday. Like, oh, that's, that's another hard part. Is I going to calm down? <laughs> but also, I think personally, it's a really hard rhythm to shake. Yeah. Because I know so many people, myself included, who one of the first things I do when I wake up in the morning, before I even go out the door. Check social. Is check my email your email your email work, too yeah yeah, yeah. i do well not. i check my email hoping to find a snow day email and that's uh, never gonna happen <laughs> yeah. it's hard works canceled i'm like that was work canceled though. today because yeah. like you know you want to what if i'm ava is looking for like to, to move up on <laughs> i don't know i just you know it's ava it's ava it's, it's ava. Ava. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's ava like you want to prove yourself and you want to mm-hmm. get there mm-hmm. and then you get there and you want to keep going mm-hmm. but then you also want to establish boundaries and you don't right. want that to interfere with you making progress mm-hmm. in that role. It's hard. It's yeah, such a it hard balance. Hard. Yeah. It is hard. I think that upward mobility in every company works a little bit differently. Mm. Um, and I think that there is kind of a, not necessarily a myth, but um, a, a correlation in our minds as people who are recently students mm-hmm. that the way to go above and beyond is to always do more, yeah. right? like over deliver, right? That's the way to success. Wow. Sometimes that is the case, 
And, but also other times there's ways to work smarter instead of harder. I for, love that. For example, sitting down with like maybe a one-on-one manager meeting and saying, hey, I am really interested in um, supporting you and your team as you work on this new project that you were talking about last time um, because I have these skills and I feel like they aren't being utilized in my current role in the way that I would love to develop them moving forward so that I can continue growing with this company. Um, I'm really passionate about like XYZ. Mm -hmm. Um, I would love to discuss how I can support you and your team and also how like how that would impact my current workload um and working out that balance because i'm really passionate about staying here um and i would like to open that door right nice and so you're good at your job yeah you're good at your job (laughs) i'm like work like careers just feel Uh, like a puzzle to me right now and like it's really a puzzle puzzle. and you are you're putting the pieces together you're telling me you got to be strategic and make your moves smarter work on the frame amy said yeah amy's saying start with the edge pieces start start with the edges i'm like i never thought about that i never considered find the four corners first okay honey (laughs) i mean honestly though it's like be calculated like just like anything like i don't think about these big life things as like being calculated or like having a strategy going into them but like it's really not that hard if you you know you're you're spelling it out for me pretty clearly yeah I think it's also really important to uh a puzzle is always harder when you do it alone Mm. oh true Um, especially if it's like a really big complicated puzzle totally and so aka life 10,000 pieces yeah Yeah. oh my god Michelle wow (laughs) really putting the pieces together. Yeah. You really, I'm seeing the picture, sorry. Yeah. I think something that I really love about my work is that I get to be on a lot of people's teams. Totally. Um, and I am a huge advocate for like radical salary transparency yep. within my own team, but also Interesting. within other fields of work. We have differing opinions within this office and we are all of the same mindset of radical transparency. Yes. Um, and other people don't. How do we deal with that? Because <laughs> we get judged yeah. for talking about it for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that that's a generational divide. Hundred percent. Mm, yeah. I it think. is a lot of our older staff. Yeah. 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 Um, and I think that it's wonderful that the three of you have this space, um, and the three of you mm-hmm. also have each other. Yeah. Right. So, like, maybe mm-hmm. you know, I I don't think that many companies have like all staff meetings where they go, all right, people who make 50K stand in Raise your hand. Totally, totally. We've just like, I feel like I've had a conversation with some of the the people who disagree and are like, you know, like, well, I don't think you should say it. And I'm like, well, I think you do. And then it's very tense for a mm-hmm. second. And I'm like, I'm not asking you to tell me your salary right now, but um, they're obviously, they're, since they're the older people, they're the ones I look up to. So yeah. when hearing that come from them, I'm like, oh my God, like, well, should I, be? you know? Right. <laughs> I would love to know what they make. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> I think there is nothing wrong with being radically transparent about the amount of money you make. Yeah. Yeah. I, will, I will say my salary to anyone all yeah. the time right there's also different creators that i would recommend people follow mm. um for example salary transparent street is um a tiktok and cool. instagram platform that man on the street interviews people asks them their <gasps> salary oh, I've seen yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 oh that's cool them, yeah a lot of them have gone viral um and they have pretty good ranges um they also um, highlight a lot of disparities that range between locations. So uh, even if you have the same job, right. depending on where you are in the world totally. mm-hmm. or in the United States, it can really change. Yeah, I always like to frame this question as a range, mm. right? So for example, um, 
say that somebody is working in like a customer service position and they want to become a manager and so they might you know set up an informational interview with like a manager from a different branch of the same retail store right Mm -hmm. Um, a question that I might recommend that they ask is um, I am really interested in like uh, the compensation for your role. Um, would you be willing to share a general range for people mm. who are in your position mm. in your area? Mm. And also, does that range include like benefits? Um, what other kinds of compensation is provided along with that base right. range? Mm. Right. Mm. That softens the blow a little bit. Yeah. Them being like, "Tell me how much you make." Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. Because <laughs> like, I do want to say that. Tell me how much yeah, you make. Yeah. <laughs> not to you. Not to you. To them. You know. Yeah, but yeah. 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 It's like how much would you say is like a general like ballpark yeah. estimate? You know. Um, of where of where your role yeah. would fit within your industry. So like it's less personal. Totally. Mm. Yeah. Amy, I have another question for you. Yeah. Um, unrelated to salary stuff, but I think this was a question actually that Michelle wrote down, which was, but I, I feel like I know a lot of people job searching too. And the thing everybody says is job searching is a f- another full-time job. Yeah. If you are already employed or like if you're not employed, then that is your job is finding a new job. Mm-hmm. And it's so easy to get burnout just from that. Yep. How do you... I wrote that. Oh, uh, it was an Eva question. I was like, I didn't think I wrote that, Okay, so you. sorry. So <laughs> hypothetical, Ava Max wrote this question. Um, <laughs> oh my God, Ava Max. She's a big yeah. fan. She's big a fan. submitter. We can't get her out of our DMs. Um, <laughs> do you have any tips for maintaining momentum through that process, especially if you also have a full-time job on top of that? Yeah. Um, definitely. I think that the first step is to make a spreadsheet. Oh. Yeah. Um, keeping track of how many jobs that you've applied to Mm. when and where Mm. is a wonderful way to prevent yourself from burnout because you can give yourself the little carrot of like, but look at so much that you've already totally Mm -hmm. because a lot of the feeling of burnout comes from the conflicting, uh, the, immovable wall of I'm not doing enough Mm -hmm. and the unstoppable force of I'm doing too much. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, being able to project manage and like track, yeah. your progress so far yeah. um, can do a lot. That's true. Okay. I also think it's really important to have like a community, whether it is like a job search buddy, you yeah. know, where you like meet up maybe m- once a week or, or a couple times a month, just sit down for a couple hours at a coffee shop, treat yeah. yourself to like a croissant or something <laughs> um, and just apply to jobs. That's together. a great idea. Yeah, right? Accountability, right. Yeah. It's yeah, like yeah, having exactly. a gym buddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, literally. 100%. And I think that also... It's always important to consider what I call the despo meter. Oh. Like how, how desperate? desperate are yeah. you? How much money do you have in the bank? Mm-hmm. How yeah. long is it going to be until you feel like you need to take anything that you can get? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And if you get to that point, then what's your plan for then? Mm. Right. Mm. Because I feel like a way to reduce the despo meter is to confront the desperation. And yeah. Like, yeah. But again, I'm a planner. <laughs> right. Some people's plan is I'm going to buy a plane ticket and I'm going to see what happens. Yeah. Right? And they're... <laughs> makes me sick. She just did. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no. God, no. That makes me sick. It makes me sick. <laughs> He's not planning. <laughs> I'm yeah. so type A, it hurts. Yeah. But like... I do think that um, specifically in the U.S., there is a huge amount of, like, uh, pressure put on us to immediately achieve. Yeah. To immediately achieve this kind of excellence mm. um, coupled with a kind of security mm. and also a, a kind of like a self-actualization mm. that is assumed will descend upon us as soon as we have a good job. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. 
but what that good job looks like is different for everyone totally like i know people who are so happy working at a plant shop yeah and like they're they just love their work right it's really meaningful it connects them to their community but then every time they go home they their parents might be like what are you doing still working right Mm -hmm. right right um well and like the benefits provided if you're like an hourly plant shop worker are not yeah. the best probably yeah, for sure and like when thinking about that long-term planning that's when things get a little bit more complicated mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. um but it's always possible to make things work and i think it's just a question of like balancing the risk reward mm-hmm. like wow yeah scales totally i'm so glad we had amy doe on the podcast oh my god today. me too this and is so helpful yeah amy i have one more question for yeah. you um we love things that are positive we love um things that make us love life more and you have like the perfect activity for that I do. can you tell us what tilt is yes okay um tilt it stands for things i love thursdays Cute. and every thursday almost every thursday i missed a couple because of covid um and another one because of anyway um, <laughs> <laughs> we talk about that off air yeah. <laughs> but uh every thursday for the past five years i have been taking out a piece of paper and every week writing down a little list of things that i appreciate or oh. that i'm grateful for that specific week um that specific day taking a picture and posting it on instagram it's Cute. the best thing ever oh my god Oh, it. it's and Thursday. it's Thursday. And it's Thursday. Have you done it or what? No, not yet. Okay. I would love if you all would join me this week. Oh, I would yes. love to. Oh, we're all going to have to make a tilt and we're going to have to send it to Amy. Okay, yes. that's fine. <gasps> Yay. Okay. Yeah. Well, and then we'll post our tilts on the Instagram. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So I guess that's a teaser to check out our Instagram. Yeah. At, What's your Instagram? At do you have a sec pod. Same on the TikTok as well. The TikTok, I can't find the Okay, well, we will figure out what the password is for the TikTok. I got the Instagram. No, I got the Instagram. Like, you know, we took like a nine-month break. and It was a hiatus. I, it got, yeah. I got a new phone. It, it's it's did, messy. Her did. notes app was deleted. It's a whole thing. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, it'll be on the Instagram. Anyways, we'll do our tilts. It'll be on the Instagram. Yes. Do you have a sick pod? Do you yes. want to plug your Instagram? Let's do our plugs for Amy. Sure. Amy, what are your, what do you plug in these days? Um, you can follow me everywhere online at Hello Amy Doe. Except I for am, Twitter, because she never uses Twitter. <laughs> Someone's been on my website. I have been on Amy's website. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that's everything that I personally have to plug. And your website one more time? What is that? So people can check it out? Yeah, it's HelloAmyDoe.com. Cool. I can't wait to go check that out. Yeah. It's yay. fabulous. Amy Doe, thank you so much for being on Do You Have a Sec today. This was a delight. We're going to have to have you on again so that we can give you our website updates. Yeah. Show and tell. Yeah, oh show, our website show oh and tell. So that'll okay. actually put their feet to the fire. Accountability. Yeah. <laughs> um, I can't wait. <laughs> but yes, we'll have you on to do an, to do an update because I think that's important. Yeah. And um, you gave so many helpful tips today totally. and you really contextualize some things that are hard to think about on mm-hmm. your own yeah um and so to have your expert opinion is just so cool so thanks for giving us a, a, an hour of your time Bye. did i miss Bye. anything no i was just gonna say i have a a, a message for the oh, reader. Yeah. reader corner we have a reader corner reader corner so um this is in response to our last um episode about uh it's actually kind of perfect because amy's here totally yeah yeah it. it's about Career um and earthquake, earthquake thoughts but also um <laughs> airlines so lizzie uh, one of our favorite listeners. Lizzie said, um, Emma's right. United's the best. American is more evil than Southwest to me. Cool. Okay. Just a thank Strong you. Opinion. Thank you for that. Um, and then also earthquake thoughts in all caps. Earthquake thoughts. 
The fault is like a rubber band that gets stretched. And so the reason the big one will be wicked bad is because the more the rubber band gets stretched, the longer it will snap. So every day the earthquake doesn't happen, it gets worse. Oh, great. So to end this on a positive note, <laughs> it gets worse and worse every day. We're all waiting to burn to death in the big one. And with that, readers, if you have any questions or things you thought about or things that were relatable that you want to think more thoughts about or find out more information, send us a DM on Instagram, um, not on TikTok. But do it on Instagram uh, and we will answer those. We'll post those too if we feel like they're relevant for everybody else. That would be helpful. Um, also, follow our Instagram uh, and our TikTok just because you can at Do You Have a Sec Pod. It's all the same. And we will see you guys next week on another episode of Do You Have a Sec. Bye.